Hello. Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 14. My name is Josh. I'm joined by my co-host, Nick. And on this podcast, we talk about a lot of things, but we do not talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, you don't talk about Bruno. You do not. You do not. <clears throat> neither, you know, neither do we. <laughs> do, do you know how I know you have kids? How's that? Because <laughs> you made that dumb reference. I did. I did. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I only have to hear that song like 17 times a day. So just sharing it with our audience. That's funny. How you been, man? Yeah, man. I'm doing well, bro. How are you besides uh, being halfway alive coughing? Uh, just trying to breathe. <laughs> but being halfway dead is also mostly alive. See? Yeah, I, uh, I'm all right. Feels like uh, I have to cough every five seconds. So if you hear me cut out, it's probably because I muted myself real fast. Or if you hear me cough, sorry, didn't get to the button. And if you hear Nick cough, it's okay. Because you, you guys have had to listen to me cough uh, every episode for like the past, I don't know what, like three weeks at least. Yeah. And Just I threw a rib out coughing. So yeah, don't do that, man. Don't do that. Then you, weren't get... co- then you weren't coughing right. I know, right? You weren't doing it right. You weren't doing it right. If you hurt yourself, you weren't doing it right. Do you even get sick, bro? <laughs> bro. Do you... <laughs> do, you even, do you even know how to get sick, bro? Do you even know how to have COVID? You didn't even get COVID right. You didn't even get COVID right. You're a COVID amateur. <laughs> Go to your room. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. I don't know. Maybe I did do COVID wrong. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I tried. <laughs> I tried. And then yeah. I broke a rib. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Uh, we had a really big snowstorm. I mean, I guess it's not huge. We had a relatively big snowstorm here. 12 where inches I is barely anything. Yeah, in Colorado, it's not really big. Like uh, my uh, my friend that just moved here, you know, she was like, I was like, like this is crazy. And I'm like, this is not <clears throat> this is not the worst storm we've ever had. Like, this is uh, yeah, there's a lot of snow, but like it's been way worse. Do, than this. do you remember that one? Uh, I was still living in Fort Collins, but it was so bad that all the roads were pretty much like one way streets. Yeah, that's that's the one I was telling her about. That was in like, well, there was a bad one last year in March. And then the one you're talking about, I mean, was. That was like a, the one quite a few years back, right? Like the one Matter of fact, to. I fondly remember going to GameStop with you during that snowstorm. <laughs> we we probably did. Nobody should go anywhere. The roads are dangerous. Well, so, I mean, GameStop? I mean, it it had been a minute. Like the roads were open, and I just yeah. remember like going to GameStop with you, and like you couldn't park anywhere because there was like twelve foot snowdrifts where they had tried to push the snow out of the way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was working at Best Buy at that time. You definitely were. Um, if it's the snowstorm I'm thinking of, was it the one that was like burying cars? Yes. Yeah, so that was like, oh, I want to say it was 06. No, that wasn't me. I wasn't up there until, uh, well, no, I was up there in 06. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you, you definitely were. I, I, it was either, oh, I'm trying to remember. I remember I, I driving in, the, in a vehicle with you and laughing because we watched some dude try to back out of a parking lot that had been, like, snow drifted in, and he got his Honda Civic stuck. <laughs> like, he tried to launch into this, like, over the snowbank, and his car just got stuck in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's like just the past two days I've been driving. I've had huge four wheel drive trucks trying to pull out in front of me and watching them like pull out and their tires just spin and spin and spin and spin. I'm like, dude, just cause you're in a truck, man, doesn't mean you're going to get traction on like straight ice. Yeah. That's not how that works. Yeah. So, so that happened this week and we got like, I got a snow day from work, which was nice, but then I kind of had to make it up uh, today uh, cause my job just yeah. kind of that's the way it works i so. came home and it was like josh is online playing god of war josh are you home no answer for hours yeah i had a snow day but now i have to leave <laughs> i sent you a picture of the god of war snow though and i was like look at how pretty this is <laughs> yeah i didn't realize at that point you had at first so it looks so good right <clears throat> at first when you sent it i was like did he get snow and then I was like, oh, that's Kratos. That's not Josh. Josh doesn't have red tattoos on his head. Not yet. No, not yet. 
that's a, that's for your midlife crisis at 50. <laughs> yeah, that was like the, the graphics of that game, dude, are ridiculous. But that, that moment, um, when I sent you that picture, I saw that snow and I was like, this is insane. Cause that's what I thought too. I'm like, this looks like I just stepped outside and looked at a snow drift. And the if I wouldn't have, oh, the game yeah, so if, good. if I wouldn't have taken the picture with Kratos in it, you might've thought it was just like regular snow outside. Yeah. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, did he get snow? And I, at first I didn't notice cause Kratos was kind of like cut off a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, he got a lot of snow. And then like later on in the day, I'm looking at it and like, oh, that's God of War. Yeah. It's insane how good the graphics are on PC. Like they they didn't they didn't just improve them a little bit. It's a it's a big <clears throat> difference. Yeah. But so, it's cool, man. But so yeah. That kind of leads us into what you've been playing. Uh you've been playing God of War. No. No, that's it. <laughs> you literally played like 12 hours of God of War this week. <laughs> Oh man, it's such a fun game, dude. I'm like, I'm full on hooked on that game again. It's fantastic. So good. Uh, so, yeah, definitely so got to work. Uh, I am almost to the boss in the elf part when you're in that elven city. Oh yeah, he's a, he's <clears throat> tough. I, I do not like that boss. I just remember hating that entire segment. So like when I go to play the game, I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to get through this. Yep. Yeah, he's he's a pretty tough fight. And then shortly after that, you end up fighting um, the dragon and that fight was pretty hard too. Yeah. I remember the dragon, the dragon was horrible. I died like a few times. And I was like, this boss sucks, but also the dragon is probably one of the coolest bosses in the game. I really like the boss. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I mean, to be honest, like all the bosses are pretty challenging. It's how you figure out their, um, their move set, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I like it when games do that, when like the bosses have a pattern that you can learn. And th- so that elf fight, like once you learn the pattern, it's not terrible. But even when you learn the pattern, you know, when he's almost dead, he does that move where he jumps in the air and like shoots down towards you like a rocket and like lands close to you. And if you don't dodge out of the way, like perfectly, because it's an unblockable attack, he yeah. just like in- insta kills you. And losing <laughs> to that when he's almost dead, you're just like, you want to yell at your TV. Yep. Absolutely. But it's fun. But you're, you're absolutely right. I think you mentioned the first the first episode we were talking about God of War. You were like, yeah, like I'm really enjoying this game until I get to those parts that I forgot about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this part. And there's so many. And it happens to me with every game. Every time, <clears throat> every time I go back to like replay a game, mm-hmm. it's like, why did I enjoy, enjoy this in the first place? Because I'm sitting there and every five minutes I'm like, oh, this part sucks. Oh, this part's horrible. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to play this part. Yeah, and I forgot. Like I'm to the point in the game now where like the the elf guy that you're about to fight, those guys start showing up again, but as like regular enemies in regular fights with just as much health as the boss. And I was like, I totally forgot about that. Did you make it to where you get your uh, uh, blade to chaos back? No, I haven't got that far yet. I'm what part of me am I on right now? Um, I'm. I just got to the icy part of the game, the snowy part, where you're trying to get the magic chisel. You are close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, don't you fight Zeus there? You fight, don't you fight Balder again in that area? Or you fight maybe his brothers. Yeah, you, there's some kind of big boss fight. I remember, I don't remember it specifically, but yeah, there's a big fight. And then isn't it like after that big fight, you go back to your house and then get like the iconic blades and then you go into like the... Uh, yeah, like the Hades, the Hades don't, realm after that. No, no. So when you go to Hades, after Hades, you go back to your house and get your blades. Because I think in Hades you fight Zeus. Uh huh. Right. <clears throat> and then uh, you like after that it like teleports you back to your house and you you go get your blades. Yeah, dude. The mythology in that game is like it's really cool. The story is so good. The boss fights are so good. It's just, it's fantastic, man. I, I thoroughly enjoy that game. And it's just every time I'm, I get, I progress further in and I'm like, oh yeah, there's, there's this part and there's that and the collectibles and all that are just as much fun and addicting as ever. And then here's me. I'm like, I don't really want to beat this game anymore. I hate all of this. This game was not fun. Why did I play it? <laughs> right. Oh man. You got power three, man. You'll make it. I won't. You know why I won't make it? There's, there's way too many, too other many games, games, games out. out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what did I play this weekend uh, or this last week? Let me see. I'm going to pull up my Steam. I'll tell you. 
And I've been playing, uh, I played a lot of Pokemon too. So that's not on my Steam, obviously, since it's on the Switch, but I've been playing a lot of the new Pokemon. Uh, that's really fun, just trying to trying to collect them all, you know, the name of the game. And dude, I kept good to my promise and I caught a Togepi and I named it Jimmy just for you. All right. So this week I've played God of War. I played a game called Door Kickers 2. <laughs> okay. Which... <clears throat> It's, it's like a top-down, isometric, like, plan out your route through this building and see if you can clear it, like, military oh. slash, like, police. Uh-huh. It's, it's fun. You can, play, you can play a mission in, like, five minutes, you know? Which begs the question, how was Door Kickers 1? Uh, I liked it. <laughs> I owned it. Nice. Or I still own it. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, I just started because it just came out, Dying Light 2. Yeah, that just came out today. Yeah. So not too far into that one. I know it's super buggy. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> later. But, uh, later. Uh, but yeah, so not a whole lot of games for me this week, but been busy at work. So, I guess that's I guess that's acceptable. You know, go to work and make money for your family or whatever yeah, if you have like, to. Like go to work and then uh decided to wake up earlier and go to the gym longer. So I go to bed earlier now. Go to the gym. The gym. Go to my the gym is... so you can so you can get woke. My name is Yef. <laughs> my name is Yef. It's sinking <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh! They make uh, me cough. Stop it. Yeah, but uh, so that's where I'm at. Um, didn't play a whole lot. Didn't even watch like a, a lot of YouTube, which I normally do. I wish YouTube would do like a, a year in review for how much YouTube you watched. Oh, that'd be a, that'd be a terrible <laughs> slash good idea. They're like, I'm, you watched way too many gaming videos. You watched way too many music videos. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I spend like five or six hours a day on YouTube. Dang. That's a lot, dude. You know, it sounds like it's a lot. And I mean, it, it is, but like, to be fair, when you're on YouTube, you know, most videos average what, like 20 minutes, like, you know, minimum, some of them are longer. And yeah. then you, you just kind of get sucked into the YouTube rabbit hole of like, you might like this. And you're like, well, thank you, YouTube. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. So like, so did we talk about it on like the last podcast, but like I started like watching videos on how to make my own pizza. Yeah. You were talking about making your own pizza. You yeah, can let us so, know how that turned out. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> but uh, I'm fixing it. So it was horrible. Everybody said it was good, right? My family is really nice to me, and they won't tell me when food's not good. Um, mm-hmm. So good for them, bad for me, because I like to be told when something's not right so I can fix it. Sure. <clears throat> Hold on. I got to cough. <laughs> I'm trying not to cough right now. Don't worry, he's not dying. Anyhow, so uh, wasn't too happy with it. And then went down this rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm going to watch every freaking pizza video on YouTube. So I watched like probably 40 hours worth of pizza making videos on YouTube. Dang. And then I may or may not have bought a pizza oven. Did, did you pull the trigger on one? Yeah. Nice. Which one did you go with? Uh, so not super expensive, uh, but it's the Uni Fira 12. Okay, so you did buy one of the Uni ones. Yeah, so it makes a 12-inch pizza, which is great. I mean, that's pretty big. Nice. Um, and then I went down a rabbit hole of like learning how to make the dough. And there's like a very specific flour to make the dough. So I ordered some of that. And then, uh, I actually, the dough I'm making, so we're going to make pizzas tomorrow. It takes, uh, two days to make. Dang. Yeah. So you have to like pre-ferment the dough. So Uh I made like a portion of the dough and it's got to like ferment and let all the yeast like activate and like off gas and all that stuff. And then you add (coughs) the rest of the flour to it. And then you let it ferment some more. And then, uh, yeah, so we're going to try out the, the, the pizza oven tomorrow. And I even bought like, you know, a, a fancy pizza cutter, not like the Walmart special pizza cutter, but you yeah. know, the, 
the one that looks like a samurai sword. Hmm. That's the one that you got. Yeah. Well, it's nice. Like, they're super sharp, and apparently they apply less pressure when they cut the pizza, which doesn't force all the air out of the crust and stuff, and makes your dough lighter. I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe and you feel just, like an and you feel like a ninja when you're cutting your pizza too, which is a bonus. Like maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but uh, yeah. So that was my week. Played like no games, and then studied a whole bunch of pizza videos. That's pretty cool, man. I, I mean, I think I think that it's going to pay off. Like we can learn a lot from YouTube, man. And I think we've all looked up things on YouTube of how to, how to do stuff, how to cook stuff. I know I have, it, it works out really well, man. Also, I'd like to point out that Michelle, once again, so you know how like you have a sous vide, I have a sous vide. We talk about sous vide stuff every episode, right? Yeah. So she like tried to Google it and she like Googled this thing that was like a Susie automatic weapon or not weapon, <laughs> uh, oven. It was like some like robotic oven. <laughs> oh my gosh. And and it's like, dude, it's like thousands of dollars. And she so she texted uh, me the other day and she was like, <laughs> How did you guys afford that? And I'm like, what? And she sent me a link and I was like, oh no, 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 no. Suvide. Suvide. And I spelled it out for her and sent her a link. And she was like, Oh, that's neat, but it's not as cool as a robot oven. Oh my gosh. I, I've seen the one that she's talking about, though. I saw a YouTube advertisement for that where they're like, yeah, you just like put your, your veggies in like the tray here and then you could do this and you can cook it all at the same time and different temperatures. And that's like, I didn't even look at the price. I'm like, what is that? No, like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, she was like so confused and then uh, like super disappointed with the actual sous vide machine. She was like, oh, when you sent her the link that you were like, no, it's it's sous vide. It's sous vide. So like. So like I don't know if we're not coming across clear or right. or what, but but this is the second time. Oh man, it is a weird. <coughs> it is it is one of those weird words to spell. So if you do want to look, if you're listening and you do want to look it up and you're interested in sous vide cooking, it's S O U S space V I D E. So if you Google that sous vide machine. Uh, you'll see a bunch of them. It, it's basically just a hot tub for your food that you set to a certain temperature and it, and it cooks it. It's hot. It's hot tub time machine for your chicken. <laughs> I, like well, when I put my food in there, I'm like, how you doing? How you doing? And then it's like, you want some beef to sit next to you? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Stop girl. You trying to have some friends? <laughs> and then, uh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I want to put like I want to put like little swim trunks on the next piece of chicken I put in there. Oh just, pop them in. just like on the chicken legs. Yeah, just pop it in the sous vide. Maybe maybe throw little... some sunglasses on there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then and then post it on Instagram with the hashtag. Just tell I'm golden brown. <laughs> Give me some of that copper tone tan lotion, bro. <laughs> oh man. I want to do that so bad now. Wow. Oh. <laughs> did, yeah, did, you so... <laughs> did you eat that? No, man. I rubbed copper. I rubbed suntan lotion all over it. Oh, no. my God. Don't want him to get skin cancer. <laughs> suntan lotion is good for me. You're killing me. You're killing Sorry. Me. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I, I got I to stop. I can't kill Nick. Don't it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. Oh, man. That's so good. But yeah, I just laughed because so I was like, this is the second time she's gotten it wrong. Man, unbelievable. But uh, we literally have to start spelling things out in our podcast. Yeah. Did you uh, have you listened to the release radar yet on Spotify? I have. My release radar is probably slightly different than yours, but I've listened no, to. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. I mean, it might include Jimmy Eat World. And that's a travesty, but that's probably, a tra- it's, it's probably pretty much the same. Let's see. I want to look at mine right now. My release radar has Frank Turner on it today because he had a new single come out. I've talked about him on the podcast before. Yeah, mine too. Some folk acoustic. But there you go. Look at that. We're one for one. What, uh, what's the track? Let me try to find it. Hold on. The Resurrectionists. Yes. Yeah. 
I have not listened to it yet because um, I've been busy working today and then I came straight home to, to do the podcast with you. Um, but I am, I'm excited to listen to it. I, I like every song I've heard from this record and it, it comes out February uh, 12th, I think. Yeah, it 11, ship. 11th or 12th. As soon as I get it, I'll just put a new label on it and ship it to you. <laughs> You're awesome, dude. I'm so excited for that special red one. That's been such a hard one to get for me, that vinyl, because like in the US, they, they literally only have it in black. And the black one is like that one's already sold out to hey, black. The, black vinyl is totally fine. I just wanted the colored one. Don't worry. SRC vinyl will have it for like $70 in like a month in like yeah. some some variant. And I'm really excited. Um, so I'm a big Less Than Jake fan. I've talked about Less Than Jake on the on the podcast before. I love Less Than Jake. I have Jake. a question. Yes. Like is less than Jake, less than Bob, <laughs> but, but more than Jen, <laughs> more than Jen, Jen, Jake, Bob, I'm confused. <laughs> less than Jake is only half as much divided by Susan. If less than Jake was divided by Jimmy E. Rold, what would you get? <laughs> um, it's a negative number. It's a negative number. Negative 21 pilots. <laughs> oh my god this is gonna be the worst episode ever authority zero I, that, I that, that's an actual plus band, four, right plus 44 plus 44 <laughs> instead of sweetness it'll be super sour <laughs> exactly um i believe if you carry the one you get one mil pretty sure oh my gosh <laughs> oh man all right all right so frank turner we got it so yeah i was talking about jimmy eat world and then you were like no you're not um or i mean less than jake you got me all confused now man oh my god um so yeah help me tom cruise help me tom cruise so i love less than jake and then they're one of their original drummers Vinny fiorella started his own band called the inevitables which is a bunch of really cool you know ska like punk ska songs that uh, go along with this comic book that he did and today they just put up a seven inch for sale of a new single called florida moon and i listened to that song like probably 10 times in a row this morning it is fantastic you can listen to that on spotify right now so what's up i'm gonna find it yeah, you should. Uh, Florida Moon is the name of the song, and The Inevitables is the name of the band. Um, really good, though. It's it's a very classic ska sound, so a lot of a lot of reggae influence in this song, and um, kind of a slower song, but really good, really catchy. Um, I was vibing out on it for sure. I, I literally like ten times in a row. I was just like, repeat, repeat. They just had an album come out in twenty twenty. Yeah, the album is really good too. And you might still be able to get the album with the comic book because it's, it's cool. Like the whole album, if you have the comic book and the album together, like every chapter that you read goes with a song on the album. And it's like a, like a whole front to back experience instead of just like one song, which one song is great. Like that's how we all get our music nowadays. Like you listen to something and it's, it's awesome and you move on. But like getting that whole album experience, like with yeah. the comic book is just, it was super cool. Very neat. I like the album art. Yeah. I think you'll really like it. Um, it's I really enjoyed it. Um, the song definitely grew on me too. The more I listened to it, so listen to that. And then uh, what else did I listen to? What about you? Anything new that you popped on this week? Yes. So the very first track on my release radar was Machine Gun Kelly. Nice. So I have a story, right? <clears throat> story time. So he has a new album coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And originally, it was going to be called Born With Horns. Right. And he's on DTA Records, if I remember. Yeah, Travis Barker's late. <clears throat> so, Travis Barker got and him got matching tattoos that yep. said Born With Horns. And then this week, Machine Gun Kelly came out and was like, I'm changing the name of the album to Mainstream Dropout. I thought, wasn't it Mainstream Sellout? Or sellout, yeah. Okay, my bad. No, yeah. you did. I, I, I think I've, I've read part of the story that you're telling. Yeah. So now they both have tattoos on their body that don't mean anything. But but match. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so the name of the track is called Emo Girl. And it's I, I, he's putting out another punk album. Uh-huh. And it, it's good. <clears throat> it's very good. 
I didn't know it was coming out this year. Yeah. And then, and then in that same article, he was like, Oh, by the way, I have a second album coming out this year too. Really? Like, like two albums in the same year. Yeah. He's putting out two this year. Interesting. You think they're both going to be punk? Uh, I don't know, but like his next punk album is going to be good. Make sure you order this special edition. So you don't miss out. Make sure you, yeah, I don't pre-order it from Best Buy. So it gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then I think my other favorite one, have you ever heard of Oliver Tree? No, I have not. So they do a lot of work with like Mark Hoppus, kind of like a punk rock outfit. And they have a song called Freaks and Geeks that's out. And that's pretty good too. Okay, nice. So do they have a full album or just? Uh, They do. Let me, let me tell you the name of it. Hold on. Uh, The name of the album is Ugly is Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And there's actually a track on there with Mark Hoppus, uh, with vocals. That's really cool. He's been appearing in, in quite a few things lately, which is really cool. <clears throat> Between him and Travis Barker, it's like who's the best producer and who's the only drummer ever. Right. Yeah, I've been listening to like I've gone back and listened to some older stuff this week. Um, one release I was like super excited about is uh so i've talked about it before how i kind of grew up with a lot of like tooth and nail solid state bands which is like uh, a lot of like christian rock christian hardcore punk ska like all that stuff um in in that kind of world and so there's a a band from like 25 years ago that's a ska band called squad 5-0 and uh they released their first new record in 18 years and that went live um monday monday night and so they have like a, t- a 10 inch vinyl um, that you can still get, I believe. And there's like, I think there's six, six or seven songs on the album. So it's not quite a full album, but there's a fair amount of, you know, kinda new like songs a, on there. Kind of like um, an Exactly. Yeah. But it's brand new music. So I was really excited for that release. Cause I, I wasn't into back then. I wasn't into ska um, near as much as I am now. I was a lot more into the rock and some rap and, but a lot of rock. Um, and then, you know, as I got older and got like really into less than Jake and stuff later in my life and a, a lot of other ska bands, I kind of went back and revisited all the ska stuff. So I kind of missed out on the earlier part of squad five though, but I'm enjoying their stuff now. So uh, if you're into ska punk rock, uh, I highly, highly recommend checking that out. That was a super, super cool one for me this week. I am very into ska. Actually, I think, uh, where was I looking and they had like a real big fish Mm re-release on vinyl. Uh, Speaking of real big fish that, that um, inevitable song I just talked about Florida moon features, um, features real big fish members of real big fish members of like big d and the kids table uh and Vinny, like just tons of like mega scotty big d i haven't heard big d in the kids table in a long time yeah don't you always sit at the kids table (laughs) no i just have a really big d (laughs) (laughs) oh this podcast is not family friendly <laughs> I make I make like a goofy silly joke and Nick just like full stop crosses the line. <laughs> Fuck it, we're doing it live. We're doing it now. Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> yes, I rubbed my ball sack all over your drum set. Matter of fact, there's probably some pubes caught in the edge. <laughs> oh God. Why? Because I don't shave. <laughs> it's my winter <laughs> coat. <laughs> Nobody wants cold balls, dude. No, no, indeed. You got, you got to warm that up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do not have a luscious V of fucking hair going from my fucking ball pro. Or what does he say in the movie? <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I haven't seen the movie in a while. I remember what you're talking about, though. Oh my yeah. gosh. What happens if she sees the luscious V of my hair going from my fucking, to my ball pro? Oh, right. <laughs> is, he, is he like saying that to his dad or something? Yes, he's talking to his dad. Yeah, and his dad, his dad's just like, what? This what is a house of about? learned doctors. Of learned doctors. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, instant, it, instant classic stepbrothers, man. So, so in other music news, it's not very like exciting or whatever, but uh, 
man, who was it that pulled his music because of Joe Rogan? Uh, Neil Young. Neil Young pulled his music because, like, I guess he doesn't agree with, like, Joe Rogan's thoughts and views on uh, Joe, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to let you host my music on Spotify. And uh, where I'm going with this is uh, I saw a meme that said Prestige Worldwide pulls music off Spotify due to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I saw that meme, too. Oh, man. Everybody in my Facebook group was like, no, no, I quit Spotify forever. Like, ridiculous. Oh, man. I see, I've seen a ton of those. I saw the, uh, I saw the Prestige Worldwide one. Um, I also saw, oh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank now. I've seen some other ones with other, like, um, musical artists that are in, like, movies, you know? And uh, it was the same kind of thing. It's just ridiculous, man. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see this. New album, Cowboy Tears, February what? What? Cowboy Tears for who? For Oliver Tree. Oh, gotcha. It's on spot. I, I, I was on their artist page and uh, <clears throat> they had a thing that said like complete collection and then, and then it said new album, Cowboy Tears, February 18th. That's cool. Dope. I, I think you'll like them. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, so the one with Mark Hoppus on the track is called, let me find it. <clears throat> Where are you? Uh, I think it's called Don't Let Me Down. Okay. It's pretty good. Oliver Tree. Yeah, let me find it here. Hold How on. would you classify their, uh, their style, like style of music? Like modern punk rock. Okay. Modern, modern punk rock. For the modern man. Let's see. Hold on. I'll find it. You're okay, dude. How is it not even in their top 10? What? Oh, it's just called Let Me Down. Let me know. That's the song featuring Mark Hoppus. Yeah. Well, so there's a version with Mark Hoppus and a version without. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, it's good. I'll check it. I'll check it out. That sounds really cool. I'm always I'm always looking for new music, and you know, it's, it, that's one of the reasons I'll be like talking on music and games on this podcast. You know, hopefully, you, whoever's listening, you'll find you know bands that you like or that intrigue you, or you'll be like, I like ska. I should check out that one band Josh talked about, or I like terrible music. I should listen to something Nick talked about. <laughs> I like terrible music. Uh, Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World is the obvious choice. I'm just saying, Jimmy can eat this dick. You said that a couple episodes back. You can't use yeah, the same Yeah, it's going to be a re- What? I can say whatever <laughs> I want. <laughs> yeah, like, like the wedding singer, he's like, because I have a microphone and you don't. <laughs> so you can shut the Oh. Uh, oh man, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> um, in vinyl news, I got my War on Errorism special edition. Nice. Still good old, classic. Good old no effects. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like because I don't want to open it, but uh it's here. It's in my possession. So so you just brought up an interesting question. Like I, I feel the same way that you do about certain vinyls, like. Are, are you wanting to open it at some point in time or do you like keeping your limited edition vinyls sealed? No, and- I most definitely want to open them. Uh, just haven't had a whole lot of time. So <clears throat> listening to, to music for me is like, I, I don't want to do it with other people in the room. Like it's me, it's the record, it's the speakers go away. Sure. <clears throat> and it's really hard to do that with the family. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, yeah, like I'm not going to throw on a record at, at any point in time and have my daughter like sit there and, and love it as much as I am, unless it's like the troll soundtrack, you know? Right. Like for me, I want to listen to it. I want to enjoy it. I don't want anybody else to be like in the room. It's just me in the record. So <clears throat> because of that, a lot of my vinyls are still in the plastic. Sure. You did, and, and, you know, let's be fair. We order 
uh, we, or we order a, a few, so it's possible that more come yeah. in more than one commit at a time, you know? <laughs> yep. Like I have so much in the plastic right now. It's so dumb. Yeah. I got a, I have a lot in the plastic. I have a lot that are still in the cardboard boxes cause they just all show up at the same time. And you're like, yes, I'm going to listen to this when I have time. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I think it's a cool way to listen to music though. Um, that's one of the, one of the reasons why I really like vinyl, you know, it's, you, you can lift up the needle and try to like, you know, pick an individual song, but I like just putting on a record and letting it play front to back. And it's really cool, especially when you get those records where it's, you can tell it's very intentional that you listen to it from beginning to end. And like, it, it has like a flow to it that you don't get if you just get on Spotify and pick like song two, you know? Right. And so I, completely get what you're saying and that's one of the many reasons why like i love vinyl because you get that entire experience yeah it's it's not hard to pick your song but it's a process and you're just like yeah i'll just listen to the whole thing it's fine yeah exactly yep and it's uh it's just a different time man like it's there's i don't know music music just everything just content in general is is very on demand in this day and age that's just that's just the way it is and you know artists can release individual songs and you can listen to those and enjoy them and and there's nothing wrong with that at all uh but it's just not not quite the same you know experience right but yeah so so that's it for my music news that's still some good news though good things to talk about i feel like i got some i got a new band to check out you know, hopefully our listeners got some new bands to check out as well. Once again, we spent more money than we needed to on vinyl, but what else is new? Yes. <laughs> what else is new? And we got some good, um, got some good upcoming games as well. Uh, Ollie Ollie World comes out in just a few days uh, on, t- on Tuesday here. So what's that? I said lame. Lame. Well, I'm excited for it because that's one of the games I'm my fantasy game list for the so i think we talked about it a little bit in a previous episode but we are doing nick and i and a couple of our friends are doing a, a fantasy game like uh critic am i saying that right a fantasy game critic thing where you, yeah it's called it's called fantasy critic okay uh so we all picked out games for all of 2022 that we think are going to be you know successful big games and if your game gets good scores you get, you know, points and all that fun stuff. And then people can counterpick your game. If you're like, this is going to be popular. And you're like, no, it's not. Then they get the points that they counterpick something and it doesn't score well. Uh, so, um, yeah, so my big, my first game that I picked comes out and that's Ollie Ollie World, uh, which is a pretty addicting, like easy to learn, easy to pick up and play, hard to master kind of game. But that comes out on Tuesday here. And so far it's already getting good scores. So I'm hoping to did, get some Did you uh, pre-order it? Not yet. Not yet. Not we yet. were just talking, we were just talking about it today because I don't know if it was on Steam before today because I haven't checked. Yeah. Cause if <clears throat> so me and Josh, we love playing games everywhere, but uh can't get a PS5 for Josh. And I don't know, I just prefer playing on the computer at this point in my life. Uh, yeah. So if it doesn't come to Steam or or whatever we're just kind of like yeah i guess we're not playing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like uh so a big one's horizon forbidden west that comes out when uh 18th february 18th the 18th right so uh-huh. so you and i aren't playing that right uh because you don't have a ps4 i don't want to play it on ps4 and uh it's not coming to pc so Right, that won't be a PC one right away. Maybe eventually, you know, because isn't the original Horizon on PC now? It is, and we'll we'll talk about my thoughts on this later. We'll get there, but uh, but yeah, lots of big games coming out. It's crazy how like February, March, April is like the new uh, September, October, November. Yeah, beginning of the year. Because <clears throat> we have Dying Light, which is on my fantasy critic. Didn't do as well as I would like because a lot of reviewers, like, man, the reviews on this are so polarizing. Some people absolutely love it. And then other other outlets were like, yeah, it's crap. And you're like, well, what what, what do I, which one's right? (laughs) And and a lot of it comes down to like the bug issues. Uh, You were saying like one, one review you watched 
they said they had like a game breaking bug where they lost their save. Yeah, that was one of the people in their office, I think, was playing on PS5 and his save file got corrupted and just stuck in like a never ending loading screen and he had to restart the game. And then he was in the video, he was showcasing just a bunch of other bugs where he was clipping, you know, under the game world and dialogue wasn't happening with characters and just a bunch of weird stuff like that. Apparently PS5 is the worst version right now. That's good to know. Yeah. um, So I'm playing on PC. You have it on PC. We're gonna right. co-op. Yep. Yeah, once I get past the uh, the intro, because I haven't I haven't started it yet, but I'm gonna start it tonight and get through the oh, part where we can play together. Did you, did you play the first one? I did not. Uh, I think you asked me if I did. Um, I I for me that was kind of a game that I knew about. Um, knew about it, didn't really research it or anything a whole lot, but it kind of went under the radar for me. Um, I just didn't like, didn't look it up, didn't know anything about it. Um, didn't think it was a bad game or anything. It just kind of like went whatever was going on in my life at the time just kind of went under the radar. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm enjoying, so I have like two hours into this one because for our listeners, we're recording early because I have to work on the day we normally record. So uh, it's only been out for like less than 24 hours. And Nick, Nick is being, I'm using air quotes right now. Nick is being responsible. <laughs> I mean, uh, otherwise certain people will be like, no podcast this week, question mark. Question mark. Sad face. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. I'm glad people like ask us like, Hey, where's the podcast? Um, yes. Me too. But, but yeah, so I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I like it. It is fun to play. I'm worried about bugs, but they, they've been pushing out patches. So hopefully it's not as bad. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> I mean, most importantly, I'm always down for a good co-op experience. So co-op is, it's incredibly fun to play anything co-op like even even games that are not you know necessarily amazing are still way better co-op like yeah because you're you know suffering as a group instead of as an individual right exactly exactly we will definitely play that co-op we've got we got a lot of co-op games we got to play we do uh so so that just came out super not stoked with the fantasy critic uh i feel like some people are just way too harsh sure Uh, like most of it boils down to it has a lot of bugs and apparently the ending like ruins the entire game. So we'll see, but, uh, got like a mat, got like a mass effect three ending. <laughs> like yeah. OG yeah. Mass like effect people 3. are super unhappy with the ending. Um, yeah, I get that. So, but I mean, it looks beautiful. I I'm playing it with ray tracing on. Nice. And it's gorgeous. I'm excited to check it out. Cause I'm, I'm going in like fully blind because I, I know the type of game i know like the basic premise but other than that i don't know really anything about it i know i know parkour is a big part of the game and i know that you're like fighting zombies that's about all i know you know and it's first person yeah um, so that's that's kind of what i'm going in with so i'm going to have like a completely fresh perspective that i'll talk about uh next week when i when i played some of it um yeah so i'm, I'm excited though yeah the parkour works really well it's all mapped to just one button nice. and it man it feels so good is it hardcore parkour? Hardcore parkour. Hey, what do you what do you call what do you call Spider Man uh, playing Dying Light too? Peter Parkour. What? <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> Come on, dude! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I try to stop the dad jokes, and they just come out, dude. I just I can't hold it back. It's um, bad. I'll show you a picture of my daughter and be like, here's my license to make dad jokes. I'm allowed. All right. Oh, I, I would say, arguably, the biggest news of the week is, do you know where I'm going? I do know where you're going. You're talking about Sony taking the plunge with their bungee cord. Yes. Sony. Sony, the company that owns PlayStation, bought Bungie, the company that makes Destiny. <laughs> yep for uh for how many billion like three point something billion dollars yeah, yeah it was a 3.6 billion dollars yeah so not, so not one mil not two mil but billion with a b yes and so bungie is not a publicly traded company so there's really no way to figure out like what they're worth right so this was a, a private sale and uh 
so the crazy part is, so the other week we were talking about how Microsoft bought Activision, right? Yeah. They bought Activision Blizzard and they get tons of studios with that. And they paid like $68.7 billion. <clears throat> and like Microsoft is building a platform, right? They want everybody to subscribe to Game Pass. It, they want that to be the Netflix. Okay. So, sure. Makes so sense. this was last week, right? Yeah. Maybe. No, it was like a week and a half ago, Microsoft bought Activision. And then they wouldn't commit to saying that like Call of Duty, which is the biggest gaming franchise in the world, would be, uh, wouldn't be console slash PC exclusive, right? And here mm-hmm. comes Sony. They buy Bungie for $3.6 billion. And immediately Bungie's like, hey, Nothing we make will ever be a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> Just flat out said it. And then Sony was like, yeah, uh, they're going to continue to operate as an independent publisher and completely autonomous. We're just going to fund them. What? Okay. Like, <clears throat> it makes no sense, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so here's where I'm going. All right. You ready to put on your uh, tinfoil hat sponsored by Reynolds Wrap? <laughs> let's do it are you ready ready dude all right sony has like a rumored game pass competitor in development right project spartacus okay so when they bought bungie jim ryan which is the ceo of playstation came out and said hey we no longer like pretty much said and i wish i had the quote i don't have the quote in front of me uh he was like we are changing how we think about games. We want our games to be available to everybody. Like we want to build communities. We want to build, you know, um, multi-platform. We, we want everybody to be able to experience Sony games. Okay. Right. Completely the opposite. Cause before they're known for like God of War, Horizon, The Last of Us. And they're all like, if you don't have a PlayStation, you're not playing them, right? Until at least like two years later. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden they buy Bungie and his tone changes. He's like, oh no, we we want everybody to be able to experience the PlayStation community. Here's my thinking, right? So Bungie, they're going to continue Destiny. They have another project in the works. It's going to be multi-platform. They already said it was. Right. I guarantee you that they launch Project Spartacus with God of War Ragnarok day and date on PlayStation and PC. Okay. I don't think that they are going to put anything else strictly on the PlayStation platform. Gotcha. It's not going to happen. Besides the stuff that's already slated to release on PS5 only. Yeah, like stuff that's already done that they didn't really do the work to put on PC or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, th- that stuff, still PlayStation only. It'll come to PC eventually. Uh, but I think from here on out, minus Horizon, because that's like out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, every PlayStation game will launch on Project Spartacus on PC, day and date with the console version. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> it makes sense. I don't think that's too far out there to think that. Like, I, I think that, you know, if Sony really wants to compete, like, really wants to compete on the level that, that Microsoft is, like, they have to do that. They have to make their games and their their games more accessible, you know, and that they can't limit it to just PS5, like, especially if, if they can't get the consoles out there enough. Right. It's a... Uh... Man, it's such a weird acquisition. You paid so much money for someone. Like, I get it. Live service games make a ton of money, right? Yeah. But uh, when was the last time you bought, like, Silver in Destiny, which is their, like, paid-for currency? Uh, It's been a long time, probably, like, over a year ago. So how are they making their money? Because we buy the expansion they come out with once every year or two, and Mm -hmm. and then that's it. How are they making their money? 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, no clue. Maybe they, I, I, have, I have no idea. Maybe they get a cut from someone. I don't know. Because like once you buy the game, like you own it, so it's not really like a monthly subscription thing you're paying. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's just a weird acquisition. Microsoft completely different. They want to force everybody yeah. into the Game Pass eco- ecosystem. If you're not there, you're, you're just not going to play it. That's just how it works. Right? Yeah. Uh, they're not going to put anything on PlayStation. Not going to happen. Um, right. <clears throat> matter of fact, it came out that the uh, so this year's Call of Duty and next year's Call of Duty will be the last ones that are multi-platform. That's crazy. Yep. After that, it'll be Xbox and PC. I mean, maybe they charge PlayStation like a crazy amount of money to to get Call of Duty on the platform. Yeah. Right. Uh, but regardless, they own Warzone, which is free to play. So if you put Warzone on PS5 or whatever, it's going to mm-hmm. make just crazy amounts of money. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think what, what I hear you saying, like overall, and I, I agree with you, is like Microsoft's um, planning is a little bit more strategic. Like you can strategically see what they're doing and kind of like their end goal. Whereas what Sony is doing currently, you know, you can kind of, somewhat see where they're coming from but at the same time you're like what's the what's the plan here you know yeah yeah sony sony their their purchases are coming off i like i know it takes a long time to buy a company right so it's not like microsoft bought activision two weeks ago and then this week sony bought bungie right right like talks were happening a long time ago but we don't know like maybe Microsoft was trying to buy Activision in October and Sony saw it and was like, yo, we can't, we're not going to be able to afford that. So they went after Bungie, you right. know, to, to get and- their own acquisition um, for, for the platform. Cause it, like, to be fair, Microsoft has enough money that if they wanted to buy anybody, they can't. Yeah. Right. Sony can't compete. Microsoft is a trillion dollar company. Sony is a billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I think it's reactionary a little bit. Like they saw the deal happening with Activision. They were like, oh shit, we need to make a purchase. Yeah. Um, so they purchased Bungie. <clears throat> and, and, you know, Microsoft was probably trying to purchase them too. And, mm-hmm. and Bungie was extremely... Uh, adamant that they remain independent and i'm pretty sure microsoft's like no you can't remain independent you're a microsoft studio and and maybe that's why the deal didn't go through yeah that's crazy i mean it's just it's weird it's weird man it's just a weird time to to be alive and watch all this stuff unfold you know it's like i i don't know it's i guess like younger me I know where we're at with like the day and age today, but I think younger me is just like remembering times where, you know, you had a Nintendo 64 and like a game came out and you bought the game for your 64 and, you know, there, there wasn't really companies buying other companies or not that you saw anyway, you know, on, on this level. And now it's just like, we're just going to buy this entire company and how you get your games is completely different. Right. So, I mean, good news is no matter what you play from Bungie it's going to be available everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know my prediction in like five or six years, Sony's not a console manufacturer. They're a software publisher. That's it. Yeah. Sony, Sony knows one thing about Sony that's for, for certain um, in my years at Best Buy, especially like they know what they want to do and they know what they're good at and they don't like doing anything that they're not good at, or they're not going to be like the very best in. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to put out a product that's not like high quality or I mean, they you, don't you have know. the best console. Well, I mean, that may be, but I think like the, the console is still high quality. And like when they put their stamp on it, like they're still proud to say, like, you know, this is our PS5. I guess that's what I'm what I'm getting at. Like it might not not be the best overall in every situation, but like, you know, they stopped making computers you know, quite a few years back because they just couldn't compete with the other major manufacturers that were out there. And, you know, they were like, we don't want to be in this space if we're not going to be, you know, competitive, if we can't be the best at it. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll really have to see, weird, but... A lot of money. Uh, and then they, they ended their statement with saying, Hey, we're not done acquiring things. Stay tuned in 2022. So they're probably trying to make more purchases. 
Uh, rumor rumor mill going around is Microsoft's got a bunch of big purchases that'll get announced. Oh um, man. <laughs> yeah. Like you're starting to see two two Titans like slug it out. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like one's gonna win and the other one's gonna just they're gonna buckle and have to bend the knee, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred so. percent, man. Like there's not there's not really uh any other options. Like it's just it's crazy. It's gonna be crazy to see the year unfold and see how things go and just see how games progress throughout the year. And that's just one of the reasons I like talking about games on this podcast. There's just so much fun news all the time and just interesting things to talk about in that space. Yeah. And then uh Elden Ring. Elden Ring comes out in a few weeks. And they <clears throat> they had an article and they were like, it's less stressful, but still hard. So I don't know <laughs> what that means. That makes me really excited. I, I love challenging games. That's that's awesome. Because like I think I told you too, I purposely stayed away from as much as I can for that game because it's just too easy to get spoiled from stuff. And it's good to see videos and like look at a game and be like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy playing that. But I've tried to stay away with like from in-depth stuff on it because I know I'm gonna like it. So so what I heard is I was listening to a podcast and they said they pretty much provide you two paths, right? They provide you the main story path where you can get through the world, experience the bosses, play. It's not going to be too bad, right? Um, And you'll be able to get to the end of the game. Or, like, the game will kind of, like, try to push you and be like, all right, so if you go this way, you're going to go to the next, like, main beat. But if you go this way, you're going to go to this area and you're kind of underleveled, but it's going to be fun, and then we're just going to loop you back around to this boss anyway. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, 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 they split it and they do a, apparently a very good job of telling you like, Hey, if you go this way, you're, you're at the right level. It shouldn't be too bad. If you go this way, you're going to go through a different area to get where you're going anyway, but it's going to be a lot harder. Oh, nice. So you can kind of pick the easy path or the hard path. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. So they got nice. two, two different paths. They'll, they'll try to guide you on and you pick what you want to do. If you want to, if you want to challenge, go get it. If you want to experience the story in the world, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. That's awesome. I'm excited to play that. There's just so many good games coming out. Like so much we're going to have to talk about. Uh, Oli Oli World right around the corner. Elden Ring not too far away. Like just a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, and it, like you said, it's like this is kind of the new peak gaming season. This like, you know, February March, April, just this a lot of games coming out, man. It's nuts. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Ridiculous, Ridiculous. but fun. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, very cool, man. Yeah, I think that's it for gaming news. Unless I miss something, hold on. I think you got everything. I mean, as far as I know, like the bungees, the bungee announcement was definitely the the major thing. Um, we talked about the games that are right around oh, the corner. Suicide Squad got delayed. Oh, is that supposed to come out in February? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, not February. Uh, later this fall, it got delayed in 2023. Oh, that was on somebody's game list, I think, too, in the Fantasy Game Critic. Yeah, it was on Amber's, so she needs to go drop that. So that's got to get... Was that the game you were talking about? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then Rockstar finally confirmed that GTA 6 is in development. Oh, nice. Finally, after like a decade. <laughs> yeah gta 5's been been out forever now at this point uh yeah and then there's uh what else let me see here i'm not i'm not seeing anything big yeah i think you got i think you got the big ones for sure I'm trying to think of anything else that's this this month, and and I I'm, I can't think of anything either for games. Me either. But it'll be exciting. Lots to lots to talk about. Very fun. Yeah, dude. I think that's it. I think that's it for the week. Yeah, it's. I mean, like you said, it's kind of a. It's it just. It's weird week in general. Like I, you know, I, I work today. I don't normally work. There's a snowstorm. You're, you know, you're working on a, on a day this week. You don't normally work, and you know, you haven't played as much games as you normally do. So it's just a bit of an odd week, but it's all right, man. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So 
I mean, I guess for our listeners, that's going to do us. All right. We just got did. We just got done did. And if you want to done did email us, you should. <laughs> done did emails at the, <laughs> the email web address. At the, the web browser, which is the MHH podcast at gmail.com or gmail.com if you prefer. Uh, the MHH Gmail podcast. is for the sophisticated folks. Gmail, yes. I use Google Mail. What do you use? Uh, Earthlink peasant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So please email us if you would like and let us know uh, what you're playing, what you're listening to. Give us some recommendations. Uh, give us topics you want us to talk about. Um, if you're listening, thank you very much for listening. And you can also get us on Twitter at the MHH podcast as well. Uh, we did not get any new emails this week, but we're hoping to get some more. So please email us. Let Nick know what to do to fix his cough. Uh, probably drink a metric F down of Robitessin. Yes. If I Robitessin, you mean bullet bourbon, then yes. 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 <laughs> awesome. And next episode, we will also talk about our co-op experience in Dying Light Dose. Yeah. Dying right. Dying right. <laughs> don't, don't die wrong. Die right. Twice. <laughs> I know uh, that's how I was when I was coughing man you make me laugh and I just lose it it's not a good time I'm like don't make me laugh don't do it don't do it so well cool guys thank you for tuning in we appreciate it uh we will catch you on the flip side blind side on the really? on the on the kick flip side get you on the kick flip side do a kick flip <laughs> do a kick so, flip my name's Josh, and until next time, stay rad. And my name's Nick. Until next time, please don't listen to Jimmy E. World. Complete <laughs> trash. <laughs>